Thanks for downloading another episode of The Ugly Truth. Or if it's your first time, welcome. You are now an honorary UG, or hug as we like to say. We really appreciate you listening and supporting the show through our Amazon and Avon links at UglyTruth.com. And now, without further ado, The Ugly Truth. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. Here's my pencil eyeliner and my Smashbox powder. God damn it! Paula. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Well, it's the ugly truth. It is ugly. Episode 172. Ugh. Ugh. That's all right. I feel like I'm standing in front of Simon Cowell, like, you know, <laughs> well, I don't hate it. Well, I've heard worse. I've heard worse. Off you go. For the United States, it's not bad. <laughs> yeah. So welcome to the ugly truth, everyone. I'm Jamie. This is my sister, Paula, from Northern California. Hey, Here we are from Sacramento from Sac old Sac. I feel, I feel like every time someone says from Sacramento, everyone's just like, oh, I know they go. Oh, that's too bad. Nobody You're, likes Sacramento. Well, know. you know, it's funny. I, I remember a long time ago, someone said, I love Sacramento. It's two hours away from anything. I'm like, exactly. It's two hours away from anything. That's, but that's exactly the it. It's just like you want to be two hours away from it. Yeah. But, like you don't want to be in it. You can be anywhere else within two hours. <laughs> That's pretty much the thing. I heard a, a comedian once. He's all, it's the only town where your major landmark can be old sack. I'm I just know, like, right? <laughs> I know. I know. It's true. I don't know why it's like that. But but here we are. And we're very happy to be here. We are in vacation mode, pretty much. We've got this one show to do, and then we'll be taking some time off. Not very much time, but a time off anyway. But welcome. Thank you for downloading our show. If you're new... Welcome aboard. I don't know. I feel like I just said the love boat thing, but here we are. Love boat. Right. I think it's because I'm in, uh, I'm, I'm moments, mere moments away from boarding a plane intoxicated to get to a tropical destination. We are headed to Hawaii. We're leaving in three days. Yes. And our flight's at seven in the morning. So, you know, that means we have to be up and at the airport by five. Are you flying out of Sacramento? We are. Oh, that's good. Yes. Well, initially we were, you know, we were comparing all the, you know, San Francisco, Oakland, Sacramento, and Sacramento was the the most expensive flight because it's, you know, we're not a big town and there's only one flight out to Hawaii every day, Mm -hmm. one in and one out. And the problem was after you consider long-term parking, Mm-hmm. a hotel mm-hmm. and all of that it was pretty much going to be the same price if we had right. flown out of san francisco so we're like well, let's just put all our eggs in one basket and we'll right. just pay it to the airline and have the convenience of being home in 20 minutes when we land i agree me too i well i was always pushing for it i was never ever interested in flying out of the bay area it's brutal so what island are you guys going to? We are flying. We're going to Oahu because, oh, okay. um, well, first of all, the girls have never been to Hawaii, so they yes. don't really have an opinion. But Daryl's never been to Oahu. He's been to Kauai for mm-hmm. our honeymoon, which was, you know, forever ago. So we thought, yeah, let's go to Oahu. We found a really cute place in western Oahu. Uh, it's a condo 
private beaches, all of that stuff. And so after so a year of saving, is that yes. like Honolulu or Waikiki or Waikiki is okay. central. Okay. Western Oahu is where the Disney Hotel is. I don't it's, know where that is. Me neither. But I've never stayed on this side of the island. But as I told you a few months ago, our mother found a what she thought was going to be a lovely condo on the western side and it ended up being a dump so when i told her yeah we're staying in western she goes jamie no <laughs> and i said no i think we'll be all right so when i sent her the photos of the condo she goes oh well you know if you have any extra room i i wouldn't mind you know inviting myself onto your family vacation <laughs> no thanks mom i'll sleep on the lanai it's a lovely lovely place <laughs> and so well, we're good it's next door to there's a marriott condo property thing and then on the other side is the Aulani, which is the disney hotel and we're right in the middle they must have built that up because they did i went to oahu gosh in 1998 so mm, that was what like that was like a hundred years ago back when they had carriages <laughs> And I went to Waikiki, and we drove around the whole island. But I do remember driving to Western Oahu. Mm -hmm. The road actually ends. Oh. (laughs) It ended. It was mostly just, like, local, like, houses and stuff over there. Mm -hmm. And so I was just like, well, this isn't fun over here. So let's just turn around and go back. Yeah, that area still exists. This part is the premium beachfront But there is a public beach on the other side of all of these hotels that is locals. And everything I have read said, you know, and it doesn't even, and of course it's pristine. And it said, it doesn't look like you're going anywhere, but if you drive down this dirt road, you'll find a parking lot because it's a state beach and it's great for surfing and, Mm -hmm. you know, it's perfect, blah, 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 whatever. The problem is, is that locals really don't want you there. So it's one of those things where you kind of have to respect that you you stay tour they want tourists to stay where they're supposed to be right and they don't want you venturing off anywhere i went to hawaii with our mom gosh six years ago and she was there for work and i i kind of just came along because i thought it would be fun and and she was going by herself and so we went and when i went to pearl harbor by myself because mom had been there a million times and she had no intention of going again so i went And the guy that was driving me back to the hotel was obviously a local. And he said, you know, I could totally take you. You could come with us. You know, I'll take you abalone fishing and everything. I said, okay, I don't know what part of me looks like I would swim in the sea with a spear in the evening where sharks are. That's not happening. with some driver. No thanks. Who clearly lives. He goes, oh, yeah, we we basically fish for our food every night. And I'm like, yeah, cousin. No thanks. (laughs) And to me, it's like, I think that is super cool, but I am not Polynesian. I am not born and raised in Hawaii. He goes, well, as long as you're with me, it'll be fine. I said, okay, I believe you, but I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I appreciate the offer. I appreciate that you think I would be that I could fit in, but I just don't really want to do it. So anyway, thank you. But there are places that you really aren't welcome. And so we're going to stick with the super nice property front where we are we did rent a car so we're gonna go to waikiki so that we can see all the kitschy touristy stuff yeah interestingly mackenzie has two friends that she played water polo with they live 
on Hawaii. They live on Oahu. Oh. They come in the fall to go to school and then they come home in the summer and work and live with their parents and all of that stuff. So they are just over the moon. They are so excited that she's going to be there. And so they've already like, oh, we're going to take you, you know, now she is going to get to go with the locals. She's going to go get to see all the stuff. So I'm excited for her. And I said, just don't do anything dumb. And she's like, well, they said there's this one area that there's a waterfall where they jump off of this like rock thing and they jump into the water. And I said, I, I don't know. And she said, well, she said that it's really safe that only once last winter, one of her friends jumped in and was bitten by a a baby shark. (laughs) And I went, Mackenzie, I won't be there to tell you not to do something really moronic, but I'm telling you that we're all coming home together and I'm spending no time in a hospital on an island. I don't know what that's all about, but I know that I don't want to do it. I just know our luck. And it's called the, uh, it's like ugly luck. It is ugly luck. She will get bitten by a shark and it won't be a baby. She'll come home with like a octopus stuck to her face or, or something like, a like that. Ridiculous or, cut on her arm or, or some something. Some weird rash oh, or God, like, wow, just... we've never seen anything like this before. Oh, that's, that's never just, happened to us yeah, before. That's exactly what will happen. I know. So I told her I'm encouraging her to strongly avoid jumping off of rocks at night where there are sharks, apparently. So in addition to us going to Hawaii, um, now... As you get closer to the day of travel, and this goes for any kind of travel you do with family, it's not limited to this, especially when you're flying. We spent, I mean, we, we saved for so long, so we spent a lot of money to do this the right way. And now we're getting to the point where now, you know, airlines charge you to check bags, which is so annoying, you know? I don't know why they do that, but they well, do. What do they expect you to go? Just, you know, with no luggage? Well, you can carry on. You can do a carry on. And oh. so when we first started doing, we're taking Hawaiian Airlines. And so when I we first started doing it, I looked at what they charge per bag. It's $25 to check a bag. Okay. So when you have five of us going, okay, that's, you know, 150, 125, bu- I don't know. I don't know math. So whatever. It's over $100. So I said, foolishly, at the time, like a month or two ago, I said, oh, well, we'll just all do carry-ons. It's Hawaii. It's hot. You're always wearing flip-flops. It's not like we're going to bring jeans and sweatshirts and all that stuff. So it'll just be like shorts and dresses and stuff. It'll be super low-key. And then I said, and then everybody's like, yeah, okay, fine. We'll just carry on our own bags. And then about a month ago, I said, you know what? We can carry on all of our clothes, but I think we should check one bag with all of our stuff that won't go through TSA. Shampoo, conditioner, makeup, hairspray, whatever, all that stuff we'll check in a bag and then we'll have an extra bag for anything that we buy. Any clothes or extra stuff that we buy, gifts. Mm -hmm. We'll have this. Yeah, sounds like a good idea. Okay. A week ago, I said, I feel like we should just go ahead and check our bags. (laughs) And Daryl's like, why is that? And I said, you know, we spent so much money on this trip. Why Why am I suddenly <laughs> deciding that this is the line I refuse to cross? Like, I'm not going to spend $100 for convenience. Like, this is the line and I have drawn it. You know, it's like buying a $600 phone and saying, I am not going to pay $2 for that app. You know, it's like, right. what am I doing? Right. So now we're checking our bags. <laughs> now I we're think, checking our bags. I think that's the wise choice. And I think you'll yeah. find that... 
when you get on the airplane, the last thing you want to do is try Ugh, and find overhead Russell. bin space for five carry-on bags. Yes. And it's just... Yes. It's not worth it. I hate dealing with that. Oh when I God. get on an airplane, the last <laughs> thing I want to do is deal with those overhead bin crap things. Oh, I know. Things. I'm with you. I have my purse and I have <laughs> my children and that's enough. I yes. Just, I, I completely agree. <laughs> Honestly, I hate people who bring carry-on bags that, like, yeah, you can just tell they refuse to check anything. But so they yes. have like the giant purse, they have like the luggage thing, they have, and I'm like, you cheap bastards! I'm just like, honestly, I'm with you. I like, I want my purse, my person, and that is it. You know, I don't even like bringing my laptop. You know, Daryl brings it, but I, I hate it. I'm I like, just, nope. I just want to get in my seat and be done with it. I want to sit and I don't want to move until it's time to get off. That's that's all. Now, the problem with flying out of Sacramento is because it's one flight, the flights are always full, which means we have to get our asses to the airport in time to get through TSA because the Hawaiian mm -hmm. Airlines planes are huge, which yeah. means a lot of people. Luckily, it's a Sunday, so there won't be a lot of business people flying to the East Coast or anything, but there will be a lot of vacationers. And so even at... Oh, I can't even imagine being at an airport at five in the morning. It's like I can't even think about it. It's just so early. But additionally into this trip, it's our anniversary. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So our what started off as a, we should go back to Kauai for like four days. It'd be so great. And I said, well, we really don't have the ability to do that. We are, no one is available to look after our 15 year old. And although 15 seems like a reasonable age, I wouldn't leave her alone, nor would I inflict our mother on her for four days. So it's like, that sounds awesome, yeah. but I don't know if we can do that. It and is difficult. It is. And, and our anniversary is in August when everybody's getting ready to go to school and there's, you know, cheer practice. And I said, I just don't mm -hmm. want to burden anyone with all of those responsibilities that we chose to have. So what turned into a let's do let's do let's get away for the for our anniversary suddenly became morphed into this huge family trip because <laughs> you know Mackenzie is going to be 21 this will be the last big family trip we do but it is our anniversary and of course Daryl is the consummate romantic he just can't help himself which I appreciate because I am not as much so he found uh the, the, there's a new hotel the Four Seasons is down the road from us and so he found a really super high-end restaurant there. So we're going to be going there for dinner on our anniversary. Well, that's nice. Yeah, we're so we'll have one dinner together on this island instead of, you know, I mean, but the whole freaking week is kind of like a big to-do. I mean, I think it's going to be romantic just to be there, but he wants to do something extra. And I'm all in. I'm cool with it. So are you guys going to do the whole like luau and no. like, you know, snorkeling and, you know, dinner cruise on the boats and the touristy things that we have decided on that we could all agree upon are we are going to do a sunset catamaran, yeah. which is something that my uh, that our mother and I did. And it was super fun. So we're going to do that. Malia really wants to go horseback riding oh. on the on the island, and so we're we've agreed to do. I told her I would do it. <laughs> what? I love horseback riding. <laughs> what? When was the last time you've been horseback riding, Jamie? I think I was eleven. <laughs> I know, but I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Do yourself a favor and just <laughs> pack a small pillow on your. 
vagina. <laughs> I, I've got to get myself on the horse. Wear a GoPro. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to try to pull myself up onto a horse. It is not what you think. That's going to be really fun. Trying to pull my body oh up onto a horse. Oh my God. I awesome. can't wait to hear that story. <laughs> Yeah, so we're doing that. Okay. Of course, Kenzie's like, I want to go into a shark cage. It's only $100. I'm like, anything that's only $100 to get into a shark cage is something I don't recommend. Yeah, that's not happening. What's the tour called? Shark bait? I know, right? Hoo-ha-ha. No, right. not happening. But other than that, I mean, I, I wanted to go like zip lining or something, but nobody wanted to do it. Oh, I, said, I would have oh. done that. That sounds fun. Yeah, me too. I totally wanted to do it. But I I was alone. I'm like, OK, the cheese can't stand alone on this. Aww. That's no fun to go zip lining by myself. Daryl wouldn't have done it. No, he doesn't really want to do I mean, he would do anything if prodded, but he it wasn't it wasn't at the top of his list. Not his thing. Neither is huh? horseback riding, by the way. <laughs> I, that, that does not surprise me yes he's not a fan of the horseback riding he doesn't strike me as the wider type <laughs> no he loves the movies only right right no so no four-legged creatures but he's like well i'll do it i'm like well you can but you know i've been promising malia this beach horseback riding thing for like four years and so we're doing it God. and i said i'll allow a picture of me on this horse <laughs> because oh God, i want Jamie. proof that i did it <laughs> Oh, my God. And I will send it to you so you can see that I got on a horse. (gasps) That is going to be epic. (laughs) The Ugly Truth Podcast will always be free. So we appreciate you supporting the show by shopping on Amazon via our links on UglyTruth.com. Here's Jamie with her Amazon pick of the week. Let's talk about Kindle Unlimited on Amazon. It's like Netflix for books. It grants you full access to over a million book titles, thousands of audiobooks on any device where you can download the free Kindle reading app, including your Kindle. And with Kindle narration, you can switch from reading to listening without losing your place. So when you have to get those kids or run to work, you can stay in your story zone. Get your free 30-day trial of Kindle Unlimited by clicking through our website uglytruth.com unlimited reading unlimited listening any device not like us actually you can get this deal and literally anything you could ever want from amazon and support our show at the same time by visiting uglytruth.com slash shop thanks for helping out the truth let's get back to the show so because it's our anniversary and i've you know because we're leaving, I'm trying to get the anniversary portion of myself together. I'm pretty good at getting an anniversary card, and I'm very particular. So I, oh, I are you start... guys still gonna have to do like cards and gifts and stuff? I'm not doing a gift. I oh. we we kind of agreed that the gift was this huge trip. I you would know? hope so. I mean, yes. my God, you've spent enough money already. Yeah, no, 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 no. But I like to get a card, and so because I know he'll get me one. Find a shell on the beach and be like, here, <laughs> here, <geez. laughs> romance. Found this for you. Yeah, here, here's a stick, <laughs> a Hawaiian here, stick. Here. What's this slimy thing? I think it's a piece of a jellyfish. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah, no, no kidding. Here's a rock. <laughs> here's a rock signifying our love. I drew a face on it. It's you. This is us. <laughs> So I got, I get this card. Here's the problem that I'm having. And I have it every time I have to buy a card, whether it's a birthday card or an anniversary card or whatever. I keep deciding every time I go that I'm going to start a greeting card company and I'm going to create my own cards because the anniversary cards that they think that people want to buy, specifically women, are so disgustingly over the top 
ridiculous that I, I look at these and I go, what man is going to read an essay about love in this trifold card for their anniversary? Like no one. And it doesn't even that's not even me. Like, do you get cards like that where it has like four paragraphs of of your of your love? Not usually. I hate I mean, those. I hate them. No. In fact, Victor, <laughs> if Victor could find a greeting card that says, you know, on the front, it would have a pair of shoes that says nice shoes. And then you open in the inside, it says, want to fuck? You know, like, <laughs> that would be the greeting card he would buy. Like, I would have a company that says ungreeting cards, yeah. you know. Like, and I know, and I know that there are cards like that out there. But the reality is, is that when you're trying to celebrate an anniversary or something that's considered a romantic event, weddings, whatever, they're so saccharine. They're so ridiculous. Like, does anybody really feel that way? Like, are women? I don't see women standing around going, "Oh yeah, this is the card. This I, is the one." It's not like that anymore. Everyone's pretty real and pretty specific about what they want to say but you don't want it to always be humorous or vulgar but sometimes you just want to get something that just says you know a happy anniversary and then some really cool witty quip right I mean at least for me and so I struggle and I go through these cards I'm like oh this one looks pretty and open it up I'm like oh god it's ridiculously long it looks like a unicorn threw up in there Uh, glitter and script writing and I'll love you you're my very best friend and I'll love you and all of our adventures together and it's like ugh well, Gross. aren't there like some years, like on birthdays or Father's Days, where you're kind of like pissed off at them, though? Yes. So you get like the card, it has just like two words, and they're <laughs> just like, like, oh, it's, thanks. You it's know? like birthday. <laughs> and like, wouldn't you like it where it just has like a little swipe of like dog poop on it or anything? Something? It's <laughs> you like, know? you know, or, you know, or those cards. Is there a card that says, I'm in love with you, but you're being an asshole this like, week? Like, I'm really mad at you this year, but I know I have to get you a card, so here. I love you even when you're being a total asshole like today, you know? Yeah. There's no cards like that. Or it's just like, happy anniversary. I know there's peaks and valleys. I realize we're in a valley. So here. <laughs> yeah. I realize this is a rut year, but. Uh... I realize this is a valley. <laughs> I love you yes. anyway. Yeah. It's like, uh, here's maybe, to a peak. Maybe next year will be a peak. Right? Stuff like that. You know, <laughs> I, there's nothing like that. I know. Nothing. Nothing more like, God, this has been one hell of a year, hasn't it? Congratulations on the survival. See you, in a, see you tomorrow. Right. Or Here's a gold star. And then have like a little gold star and like a little plastic thing that yeah. they could like lick and put on their, you know. Whatever. Or it's like, here's that brownie button you thought you earned. <laughs> Something. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they don't all have to be hateful. But I mean, do they have to be so ridiculous the amount of women who actually feel that way will write their own essay in a card and so i feel like i'm relegated to buying inside blank cards with some pretty cover or something and i've written letters instead of a card i've done that lots of times actually i've written notes yeah 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 because they're so stupid so anyway i'm just like i and then so every year i get i get hostile in the greeting card aisle. i'm like i hate all of these who are they hiring holly hobby Maybe you should wait until you get there and see what kind of cool stuff they have there. Yeah, I already bought the cards. So. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. I found then. one. And then that's the other thing. It's like, God, I feel like I've bought these all, all of them. I think I've bought all of them because there isn't a whole lot of variety anymore. Well, that is true. 
when you've been together for even five years, you know, Valentine's Day, anniversaries, birthdays, it's like, God, I think I've given all of these. So now I need to start coming up with my own, which is probably how greeting card companies began. That's probably true how they got started. It's like, I hate everything. Hallmark sucks. So anyway, that's that on the Hawaiian front. And then, of course, I'll hopefully have some you know, amazing tales of woe and hilarity <laughs> when I get back. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, all the fun stories. I can't wait. <laughs> I know. It'll be interesting. It's going to be a epic, uh-huh. epic episode. You know, of course, I'm hoping for some relaxation. You know, of course, the anxiety of having to get a bathing suit has been horrible. Oh, God. You know, I and know. Daryl's just like, you're going to wear a bathing suit, right? I'm like, Oh, my Bleh. God. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I have a You're bathing like, suit. I have no choice. <laughs> it's going to be hot. I ha- And, you know, waiting in the water. I, you know, my biggest ex- anxiety of this whole thing is <laughs> I'm so afraid of a tsunami because we're on an island and I can't get away. Do you know Isn't what my biggest ridiculous? fear was going to Hawaii? What? I didn't want to get any further in the water past my thighs because I was afraid of putting my vagina in the water. Oh, you didn't want to get parasites? I thought I was going to get a parasite. And I know it's not yeah. Mexico, but no. I just wasn't sure. Well, look, we have a friend who went swimming in Mexico and got a parasite upper hooch and suffered for a very long time, actually, for real, got sick forever. Almost. I know, I know. And that's what I was afraid of. Yeah. But I know people swim all the time, but they do. And they you know, do. what was the funniest thing is when I actually did go to Hawaii, I didn't mm. go any further than ankle deep in the water. <laughs> There was a little wave that came and like, you know, pushed me back a little bit and I like stumbled a bit. (laughs) I cut my toe on a rock. (laughs) Oh, great. I couldn't believe it. And you're like, now come the sharks. And I was just like, are you kidding me? I'm not even ankle deep. And I sliced my toe on a rock. That's the So I had to hobble back to the little gift shop to get some Neosporin and a (laughs) Band-Aid. It was ridiculous. And at the time, I was with my first husband. Yes. He was like 500 feet out boogie boarding in the water. And I was terrified that he was going to be like eaten by a shark. Of course. And so I wasn't about to get in the water. And I'm the one that ended up getting injured. (laughs) In an an injury. He came out and I was bleeding everywhere. And he's like, what happened? What the hell? You're like a snapping turtle. I'm like, I cut my toe on a rock. He's He's like, like, what were you doing? And I'm like, I was standing. Oh God, that's an ugly moment. Stupid. Ugly luck. For I know. Sure. It's ridiculous. I know. Ridiculous. So yeah, that I've had nightmares of tsunamis coming. I, it's so dumb because it's not gonna happen. But I, it's like that's my biggest fear is stupid tidal waves. It's so silly. But you know, I'm gonna say this, and they'll be like. Uh, Jamie Miner of the Ugly Truth podcast quoted as saying she was terrified of tidal waves and wouldn't you know <laughs> she was washed away at sea washed away at sea by a tsunami so I hope hopefully not though no, I mean if it was just happen. me it'd be one thing but I have children with me so you know it's doubly worse it's not gonna happen know. they first nah. see those things coming well I definitely do I'm not gonna see a, a fish flopping around on sand and going oh that's odd I'm gonna go get in the car and go up High ground immediately. Where, where are you going to go? High ground. I don't know. Anywhere. Away. Away. <laughs> yeah. Away on the uh, on the island. We're going to climb Cl- up to the climb volcano. Climb a palm tree. Right? God. I don't know. No. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Anyway, so I read this yesterday and I wanted to talk about it because I don't know how I feel about it really. I'm, I'm kind of indifferent to it, but it was interesting to me. 
I don't know if you remember, but PBS canceled Sesame Street a year ago. What? Yeah, they canceled it, but HBO bought it, and now it airs on HBO. I didn't know that. Yes, and so now HBO has it. It's been running, and everything's been great. They've tooled it a bit. They get some amazing celebrities, and the programming is really high quality because it's HBO, but they made some changes yesterday that some people are just outraged over. They quote-unquote retired Bob, Luis, and Gordon. What? (laughs) Yeah, they fired them. And so people are kind of outraged. And I'm like, that is terrible. Because, you know, I love Bob, Luis, and Gordon. I mean, don't we all? Well, they're like the OGs of Sesame Street. They are. And at first I was like, oh, my God, if they if they fired Linda, I would be really surprised. Well, you know, I mean, Linda's deaf. that's ridiculous. They, and they didn't. She's, I think she's still kicking. But what was interesting to me is Bob is 84 years old. He's an old man. Like, how do you do that to someone? Mr. Hooper... When and he died in eighty three, I think eighty three. Yeah, because I think you were four or five when Mister Hooper died. Now I remember him dying, but I don't remember what year it was. You, but you were old enough to know that he had died, and and old enough to get the joke when Mom started singing, Mister Hooper had a heart attack. I know. I don't even know why that was even funny to anyone. Because we're morbid, Paula. I know. We're morbid people. But he was seventy four when he died, right. and so the fact that Bob, Gordon, and Louise are in their eighties, I'm like. Well, it can go one of two ways. They can all start dying off, and that would be difficult to explain to children, or they can retire them. And so I don't think it's the worst idea, but I also, I mean, what are they going to do? Are they all going to move to Florida? I mean, they're all moving out of Sesame Street? I mean, I don't know. Here's the thing. If they want to keep doing Sesame Street at their age, what is the harm? Mm -hmm. I mean, if they enjoy it and they love it that much, then let them keep doing it, for God's sakes. And aren't they? I mean, they must be great grandparents or grandparents by this point, I would imagine. And I know Maria decided on her own that she wanted to stop doing it. So that was different. But I mean, those guys, if they want to keep doing it, then let them. (laughs) Well... I don't think business, unfortunately, works that way. But that's just the thing is, is that's the difference. When Sesame Street was part of PBS, it yes. wasn't a business. Right. You know, it was well, it was right. a public service. You it, know, was it was an educational sponsored. thing. Mm-hmm. But now suddenly that it's on HBO. Right. Now it's going to be a business. And now I'm I'm going to disagree. And yes. Well, I, I, I agree with you. And that was the like, thing what are they going to start doing now with, you know, Prairie Dawn? Start putting lipstick on her and putting her <laughs> in, a, in a in a push up bra. I mean, having her wear, you know, spangly things. Yeah. You know, I, I have know. Bert and Ernie dress in, you know, gangster attire and carrying guns. I mean, Bob is Bob has been quite vocal. He's not pleased. Of course he isn't. It's been his whole life. His whole life. He's dedicated his whole life. Life basically to being an educator it's almost like he's a mr rogers all of them are actually yes. gordon and louise are this are the equivalent in fact what was funny is i read this i'm like I'm, i was outraged initially but then i started thinking about mr hooper when he passed away and they actually incorporated death as a topic on the show and i was reading about it and big bird was you know he had a special relationship with big bird mm-hmm. mr hooper did yeah and I remember that episode, and I started getting teary reading about the episode on Wiki. And I was like, God, if, you know, when these people start to pass away, I mean, 84 is a pretty good run in this day and age, especially if you live through the 60s. 
some of those people just they croak at 60 now. So, I mean, the fact that these guys have been keeping up and they're clearly healthy and active. I agree. I felt that there's nothing wrong with having some geriatrics on a kid's show so that they can see, you know, there's a nice marrying between the young and the old. I mean, you can get the hipster dopes in there, but it wouldn't be horrible to have grandparent level or great grandparent actually today on the show. And especially if you have these people that have, like you said, They've made it their life's work. Yeah. I'm sure HBO is probably just thinking, oh, we're just going to do something cutting edge and and giving it fresh and giving it a makeover or something like that (laughs) because that's just how HBO is. Right. And, you know, just totally not cool move. Not cool at all. No. Yeah, I I agree. I completely disagree with that. That is such an asshole move. (laughs) Well, like I said, Bob is not pleased. I mean, and the thing is, is that now what do you, I mean, okay, 84, you, he's probably financially secure, but it's, it's clearly not about that. It's not that. about that. And you're right. I mean, I'm indifferent only in the sense that if they all started to die, how do you handle that? You would have to lie. And it's something Sesame Street has notoriously not done. They don't lie. So that's a lot of death to prepare for, for small children who might find Bob or Luis or Gordon like a grandfather figure. And it's not really cool to assume that they don't because I loved Sesame Street. I mean, so did you. Mm -hmm. I mean, when Mr. Hooper died, I cried. Yeah, I did. It was devastating. It was devastating. When Snuffleupagus went away, I was devastated. I mean, I just, I do wish that they had maintained the whole PBS thought process. Like, you know, this isn't a moneymaker. This is a nostalgia thing for us. We bought it because we didn't want it to go away. And that that's the only thing that makes me sad about it. I'm also making the assumption that they're thinking of the children, which I don't think they are now that you've mentioned it. I mean, man, Sesame Street is is so important. I mean... It, back even in the 60s and 70s before we were even born, I mean, they were teaching kids that it was okay to be, you know, black or Mexican or, or white or Chinese or and you could mm-hmm. have those friends and it was cool and like your neighbor for being different and mm-hmm. get along and this is how you resolve fights. And I mean, all that stuff, sharing. They address, you know, children with disabilities. And, yes. You know, oh my I mean, gosh. everything. Everything. You know, and in some ways, like I can appreciate HBO trying to keep Sesame Street alive but on the same token if they're not going to honor Sesame Street for its individuality and what made it unique and what made it special then I just assumed that they should have let it go when it was done well that that is not a horrible idea too I mean sometimes it's best to let things you know end on a high note you know, instead of cleaning house, instead of trying to put like lipstick on the pig, you know? <laughs> exactly. Or, you know, bringing in a young new Bob, a hip Bob, a cool Bob. I mean, it just it doesn't make any sense. I just I don't I think because, you know, HBO is not an educational channel, you know, well, I mean, it, it is. But for in adults some, in some facets, but I mean, their documentaries they, are educational. But yes, well, I know what you're saying, actually. But their documentaries aren't their own documentaries. They're you right. know, submitted documentaries. That's true. You know, I mean, HBO's original series are fictional and yeah and then there's the hbo like sports stuff but yeah i just kind of feel like you know sesame street is in a class of its own and that you know if you were ever going to 
try and take it on Mm -hmm. i would just leave it as it was yeah and and let the people do what they were doing because i thought Mm -hmm. i thought it was perfect just the way it was but if you couldn't you know maintain the integrity of what it was then you should have just left it yeah let it go and 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 let it it go. would have been sad for it to end but at least it would have ended the way it okay. you know the way it was but Just yeah I, I, let, it, let it go into the sunset as it was <laughs> speaking of sunsets yes. here's another big news flash i don't know what a big fan you are of this but i found it really i found out this morning lifetime the channel they are doing a remake of a movie that's quite popular with the females beaches and Idina Menzel is going to be Cece Bloom. And she's doing a remake of When Beneath My Wings. I wonder if this means that all these new people are going to start using the remake for their wedding song. <laughs> I mean, is there nothing sacred anymore? <laughs> I know, I know. And, and nobody, thing, no one knows who Hillary is going to be yet. And I'm like, well, what, what stick up their butt actress can they get for that role? I don't know. Pretty much. Oh, Anne Hathaway? I don't know. I kind of thought actually Idina Menzel would have been Hillary because so she did looked I. just like her, to be so honest. So did I, except that she's got the voice and the talent yes, and she's she probably, does. I mean, I think she's beautiful, but you know, she's probably not considered classically beautiful because she has the schnoz. Well, so, she's got those weird teeth. Yeah. But... So I think that's why she's going to be the CC Bloom. Which I think is kind of cool, but I mean, they're going to have to complete, I mean, she's not a redhead, so the whole coloring their hair scene is going to have to change. All of that, you know? Here's the thing. I have no skin in this game because I could care less about beaches, personally. I I cried the first time I saw it. Well, everybody did, but I mean, it's just one of those movies. It's a best friend thing. Well, it's just one of those movies where, you know, they just made it sad for the sake of being sad, for God's sakes. (laughs) Well, it's 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 the consummate chick flick. I am just so damn sick of people remaking shit. And we just talked about yeah, this, you we know, did. like we did. I'm just glad they actually decided to remake it with women. You know, <laughs> I've been no surprised kidding. they didn't say like, you know, I don't know. Charles Puth is going to be remaking, <laughs> you know, beaches with right. you know, with his best friend with with you know Matthew McConaughey <laughs> Sam Shepard or something right, like that. Right. I was a little surprised because once you've made something like that I don't know what what there is to update and it's been it feels like it hasn't been long enough that you would remake that anyway like and if you're gonna remake a what's considered a classic chick flick or whatever you want to call it. I mean, there's nothing else like that. I mean, Beaches is literally a standalone. There aren't any other ones, not that I can think of anyway. But what about some of the old movies, like from the 20s and stuff? Can't we be remaking some of those? I mean, can't we go back farther into the treasure chest if we're going to do the remakes? They're too old. Nobody likes those. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was more... uh, I mean, yes. Those are classics. We don't touch those. But this shit will remake a million times over. (laughs) The old, old stuff, they do have a certain audience. But for the most part, (laughs) they're just considered relics. We call them relics and we try to give them a penny (laughs) from 1979 to bring them back to the future. (laughs) Right? Right. Yes. But I mean... 
I am with you. I am not a huge, like, staunch fan of beaches where I'm going to be outraged, but it is, it was more like a heavy sigh, like, really? Well, the fact that it's going to be on Lifetime, I mean, that what should does that tell, tell you? I exactly. Mean, no studio had no desire to remake that's that That's going to be in between every other movie where some wife is being beaten and murdering her <laughs> husband and, exactly. you know, someone else's child is getting kidnapped. I mean, it's right. just, you know... I don't see it making any kind of prime time. I, I yes. never even heard of it, heard about it. How did you hear about it? It was this morning, literally this like hours before you and I were sitting down to record. I read it and I went, oh, I have to tell her about this because we had just started bitching about remakes. So I yeah. wanted to tell you that they've added another one to the fire. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be people who are obviously going to be, you know, upset about it and outraged because you know there are a lot of people who liked that movie it was very popular it had Maya and Bialik in it when she you know Blossom played the little CC yeah girl. she played I the always little liked that part curly red. I liked the little girls as me friends. too they I thought cute. it was really cute I, always I thought they it. were cute me too and Bette Midler I mean she's a good actress so oh god of water okay I'm gonna give you some time to tell me why you're so feeling so bad about political supporters of Bernie Sanders. So here's the thing. I the, obviously the Democratic National Convention was on this weekend or this week. Yes. And I watch these Bernie Sanders supporters and I feel so I'm not I don't feel sorry for them. I feel mm. sad for them. Uh. Because like I see that they so badly want him to be the nominee right but it's it just it didn't happen and it's not and they can't gonna, seem to let it go and they can't let it go and i just it's like i want to help them like <laughs> i there's a country song like and i i've been singing it all week and it's just like how can i help you to say goodbye <laughs> yes it's okay to hurt and it's okay to cry. <laughs> but I understand what you're saying. I told you last week when we were talking briefly about the RNC that my my feeling on it now quickly, like like many people, as you you as you know, because you were hearing me talk about it, I was terrified by what was going on last week. It's it was scary to me the vibe that that whole convention gave off. Yes, this one's obviously far more, a positive, lot more positive which i which i knew would be because sure. they they were given the opportunity to to make it right and and they are and they're making it feel much more hopeful which i appreciate however my point still stands especially with the bernie supporters politics is a, is like a sport this is like the Super Bowl for a lot of people. Some people live, eat, and breathe politics 12 months a year, election year or not. They don't care. They love it. They soak it in. It's their favorite thing in the world. And it's like people who are super, super fans of baseball or football teams. And the people who can't seem to let go that they didn't win, it's akin to somebody who can't grasp the concept that their team simply didn't win the big game. And they won't let it go. And it's like, but it's over. There's, They did the best they could. All the players have moved on. All of the people who tried their hardest have come to grips with it. They've congratulated the winners and they've they've and they're moving on with their life. And there there are some people who simply cannot do it. 
it's like they need more time to process. I guess that's what it is, is that they just are struggling to process. And so. Yeah. And they need time, <laughs> I guess. So this is my feeling is, is that I kind of feel like they will ultimately vote for no one. I oh. think they will ultimately vote for no one. I think I, I think, think there's they, a hardcore. I, mm-hmm. I think they just assume that our guy didn't win. I don't like Hillary. I don't like Donald Trump. And I really wanted Bernie. So screw everybody. I'm not voting. I think there will be a small population of supporters of the Bernie Sanders campaign who will do that. But I also think that a reasonable mind, I mean, there's still months to go before anyone has to cast a vote. vote. I think that many will reconsider and vote whoever they vote for. But I think they will reconsider. You think there will be voters then? I think they will vote. I just don't think it, it, it's not necessarily like they're going to concede and vote for the Democratic nominee but i do think that they will cast a vote because it would be a bit hypocritical not to after all this time you know i mean i I do think there will be a a, a pool of voters who supported him so furiously that they will not uh they in their protest will be not to vote right but putting that much of your life into a political race and then to not cast a vote is hypocritical it really is. Right. You know, you have to cast it somewhere. It doesn't have to be these two people. But, you know, really, you know, I had a really interesting debate with someone who is voting for Trump, who I love very much. Not in this house, but but you're all not in this house, <laughs> not in this house. But <laughs> the, the point he was making was that it was a defensive move. He wasn't voting Democrat because of the nominee. Therefore, he felt his only option was to vote for the Republican nominee. And I said, you know, there are other very suitable people that you can cast your vote for. He goes, they're they're not going to win. I'm like, yeah, but that's not kind of isn't that not the point, though? I mean, isn't the point to vote with your with your belief system and whatever and not just to offense, you know, to to cock block someone? I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe I maybe I don't know the game very well, but. To me, it's like, I think that these people who are super passionate will will ultimately cast a vote. I know that Bernie kind of said, hey, you guys can vote for the Green Party, you know. You know, he said that today. Mm-hmm. So you never know. You never know. But yes, I'm with you. I, I It is hard. I feel it sad for them. I just, you I know, know. <laughs> I feel sad for them. And I wish, wish there was just something I could do for them. No one likes to lose. It sucks ass. The Uggs know if you're going to go out in public, it's best that you at least do a lip and a clip. To help out, Paula has your lip and clip tip of the week, brought to you by the Ugly Truth Avon store. Here's Paula. There's not much I'm embarrassed to talk about, obviously, but I am a little embarrassed to admit that I struggle with my skin and trying to keep it clear. Fortunately, I found Avon's professional strength clear skin products. Clear skin has made a huge difference in the way my skin feels. Check out all the Clear Skin products at our Avon site or via our Ugly Mall. Get this and tons of other lip and clip favorites from our Avon store at UglyTruth.com slash shop. And now, once again, here are the Uggs. So I was going to tell you, I read a really funny article the other day. Okay. It was on BuzzFeed. It says, oh, 21 worst things your siblings could do to you growing up. And so I always seize an opportunity to uh, point out articles that have to do with siblings or, you know, brothers and sisters, things like that. And 
I'm not going to read all 21 things, but I went through the list and I'll post the list next week on our Facebook page. But Mm. some of the things that I was reading, it kind of reminded me of when we were growing up about some of the things we would do to each other. Brutal. We were just so dumb sometimes, (laughs) some of the things that we would do. Well, we're kids. So I was going to point out a couple of items and then go see if you could remember some maybe if it applied to you so i remember doing this a lot and i mostly did it to allison but it says whenever you accidentally hit a sibling too hard (laughs) and they would act like they needed to be taken to the er (laughs) and so i remember one time allison hit me in the head with like (sighs) just hit me with her hand Oh, my God. And I pretended like I couldn't see. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, I'm Alstonball. You hit me really hard. I'm like, I'm having a hard time seeing. Oh, my God. And she's just like, no, you're not. And I'm like, I am. And I'm like, I think I need to go talk to mom. She's like, no, don't. And so she was like, I totally freaked her out. I think I remember something of that nature. But we were always doing things like that. Or like, yeah. But even my kids do that now where like, oh, you know, like Olivia kicked Ryan the other day, and I don't remember mm. why. And he's just like, "Ow, ow!" Oh, he's and a flopper, he huh? saw me looking, and mm. he's just like, "Ow!" And she's like, "Ryan, are you okay?" Oh, and God. he's just like, "Ow!" And I'm like, and I, of course, I just look at him because I've been there, you know. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. Ryan, I'm just like, come on, and I'm like, stop being such a weenus, and I'm just, you know, <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't, like, fall for it, you know? He would just love for her to get in trouble. Of course he would. Mm-hmm. Or Olivia will come out, and her hair will be, like, you know, muffled or something. And she's like, Ryan hit me in the face with a pillow. And then I'll see Ryan, like, you know, poking his head out from the hallway, you know? <laughs> like, looking at me. Yeah. And she's like, it hit me in I- the eye really hard. Yeah, you know, Stephanie used to pull that crap on me all the time. Sometimes I didn't even touch her, and she would say that I hit Oh, we used to. Remember, we would hit our own selves and leave hand marks? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And so she would be like, Mom, da-da-da. And then I would get my ass kicked. I'm like, hey. And the thing is, it's like, you may get the initial satisfaction of getting me in trouble, but, you know, we share a room. There's no getting away from me. And dead later (laughs) oh my god but i mean stephanie was really good at stuff like that not not the hitting thing but um she would she would always pull that crap and mom always fell for it It at least it felt that way it felt like i never ever didn't get in trouble i know you think mom would have been clued in at some point but she fell for it every single time every time i don't know why she was so gullible Because she just, it was probably easier just to yell and punish than to investigate. You know, there were four of us and we were maniacs. And so she was just like, it doesn't matter. I'm sure you did something anyway. I'm going to unleash fury on anyone. Oh, God. I mean. So this (laughs) next one. Again, I want to say it was Allison who actually mastered this one. And this was because she was so good at technology. Yeah. When you were forced to watch whatever TV show they liked because they hid the remote. Now, or stole the batteries out of okay, the clicker. Stole the batteries. Allison actually uh-huh. went one up. She actually figured out how to tape <gasps> something over the, yes. the remo- like on the TV, like the so you couldn't change. She the taped something over the sensor so you couldn't change the channel. 
<laughs> and I'd be sitting God. there, I'm like, what? Isn't this working? And she's just like, oh. And she'd be like, I don't she's know. Like, oh, Guess I we'll have know. to watch we'll have it. To, I can't figure out what's going on, you know? Yeah, we used to steal batteries. Uh, Stephanie was notorious for stealing batteries. It would hide the clickers. Oh, we God, all the time. All the time. Well, I mean, there was, of course, the times where we'd lose them in the couch, but... No, no, no. True hiding. Truly stashing it. For what point, other than to piss any someone I off? I found a clicker in the microwave one time. Oh, yeah. Or in the refrigerator. Or under the coffee table. Yeah. Under under the coffee table oh. where like we had that big white rattan thing and but it was yes. hollow in the center hollow <laughs> yeah so you could hide things in there like the clicker or someone's favorite brush or makeup why did we go to such effort to because things? we were sadistic to each other my god i mean god you know i i think about this now because you know my daughters do it to me they steal all my expensive makeup oh and I go in there, I'm like, where is my MAC eyeliner? Where is it? <clears throat> and I'll go through. And so now, because I've had sisters, I know exactly where they are. So I go and I ransack their room. And I feel like I'm dealing with my sisters again. Like, that's what I feel it's like. True. I go into Mackenzie's room and I'm digging through things. I'm like, son of a bitch. Here's my Lorac wet eyeliner. Here's my pencil eyeliner and my Smashbox powder. God damn it. That was one of the things on the list is go, snooping through one of your your siblings' rooms and finding Ugh. all of your stuff. Yeah. Which I actually Ugh. didn't actually find any of my things, but I would snoop through their room and I'd find a bunch of things that I'd want to borrow. So oh, yeah. I oh, would God. go through all their stuff. Or trying to like leave the house and you had <laughs> borrowed something of theirs and they're like is that my shirt are you wearing no. my lipstick i wouldn't dare <laughs> that's no. just like trying to you know walk in front of a firing squad <laughs> the thing is is when you're at home and you're 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 fighting with your siblings or your sister specifically uh you can be as violent and as vile as you want because no one's going to stop you right? right but what happens is you forget and so I remember specifically one time Stephanie borrowed a sweater or a sweatshirt of mine. And she was a freshman and I was a junior at high school. And I saw her and she was wearing it. And she thought she was safe because we were at school. <laughs> she was wrong. Oh, my so God. I saw her and I walked up to her and I said, why are you wearing my sweatshirt? And, you know, Stephanie has the most evil face when she's be- thinks she's being sly and slick and she's like what oh you weren't wearing it you didn't even know and i remember grabbing her and getting physical with her at the school oh my god oh my god i grabbed her arm i'm like take it off you bitch <laughs> i mean it was like serious business i mean ser- it's freezing i'm like you should have thought of that <sighs> you know god. i mean it was like and then, but you forget, you're like, oh, yeah, we're not at home where I can just scrap with you right now. Oh, my God. So this last one, it says when you finally got to the bathroom all to yourself and then all of a sudden they need it, too. Oh, God. <laughs> but what's funny about this one is it wasn't so much that, like, someone's needed something in the bathroom it's like if you're already in the bathroom yes and they needed it i remember (laughs) i know what you're gonna say i remember being in the shower and then someone saying like okay but hurry up because i have to take a shower too you're like all right and you're like oh sure no problem 
I just have to shave my legs. Oh, wait. And you're taking like the scaldingest hot shower oh, yeah. you can take. You're going to take every ounce and you of hot took water. Every hot water that you could take. <laughs> yes. Just so that way when they got in the shower, they're just like, there's no hot water. Why'd you take all the hot water? You're like, what are you talking about? I was just showering. And then it's mom's coming fault. back there and it's just like, I told you girls to get ready. Get in the shower. And mom's there's no, there's no hot water. I don't care. Wash your hair in the sink. Get in the shower. Your hair oh, looks like an oil slick. Oh, my God. It's cold. And then there's, there's someone with bright pink skin. Dun, 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 <laughs> yeah, right. Dun, dun. <laughs> she's ready. as a whistle. It's just like, is it hot in here or is it just me? You no, know? I don't know. I'm just so, so warm. Paula was in there for 20 minutes. <laughs> God, Paula, why'd just, you do that? I didn't know. I didn't hear her. <laughs> Luckily, it's never been a case where it's like, I have diarrhea. Oh my god. Although no. I believe that's probably happened. It is definitely occurring to me that someone had to pee in the yard because someone wouldn't get out of the toilet. Or in the kitchen I sink. Know. I know I <gasps> remember peeing Who peed in, the, in the sink. I'm you pos- peed in the sink. I'm positive Alice and I had to pee in the kitchen sink because someone <laughs> wouldn't let us into the bathroom. Oh my god. But then I remember like someone using all the hairspray. Like I'm pretty sure <gasps> Stephanie used all the hairspray just so there wouldn't be any left for you. That is so something we did. Oh, my God. Using the last of the shampoo, the last of the spray. Last of everything. Uh, last just, of the cover-up. Just, <laughs> just Last of the blush. Just on purpose, you know, not even because they needed it. Like, Stephanie would walk out with, like, red streaks on the side of her face just because, <sighs> you know, she wanted to make sure there was no blush left. None. And, I mean, and it's like, how dare you? I mean, it was like the the most grievous of crimes to use the last of anything that might make us look decent. And why did we have to share? That's the thing I don't understand. Um, you know what? I think there was like community, certain community makeups, but it's you know, our mother just she would buy stuff, and then ultimately it ended up in the bathroom because you know there was there were times where we started getting smart and we would take all of our makeup with us to school. But yeah. if you didn't, I mean, it was. First come, first serve. We never. It just reminds me of like, you know. The purple eyeshadow incident of 1985. (laughs) I will never forget it. Stephanie insisted that she was, it was hers. And it was not. It was mine. It was mine. Oh, my God. I I think we actually ended up breaking it because we were just so viciously fighting over it. I will never forget it. But those things ultimately end up happening because the thing is, is what you learn with sisters anyway, is that there is no place that's safe. Like you could you could stash it in your room, but you're just inviting Snoop, snooping people. And ultimately, it's going to end up in someone else's backpack. Who wasn't going to look in a nightstand drawer or a backpack zipper? Oh, God. I mean. There's there there's no privacy there. Well, okay, for us, we weren't we like I said, we were raised like alley cats. There was no there was no rules. There's no privacy. It was all out, all out melee war every day. I mean, we had good times too. But I mean, I'm just saying. Like, I don't know if you saw that video I posted of the disco international uh, contest. Yes, I did. <laughs> but I was watching it, going, "Good lord, we could have been in this." All of us. I'm like, we, we would have done well. We choreographed that. My God. I mean, and then, I mean, there was like oh, the poor, the poor guy, the poor white guy from some white country trying to break dance. He just looked paralyzed on the floor. And I'm like, we wouldn't have even done that. I mean, we, we know our limitations, but we could definitely do a Kung Fu kick and robot. We can do those things. I and we did know. them regularly. 
I kind of wonder, like, what our neighbors must have thought about us. Well, I don't know. It's just, it's, <laughs> I really it amazes don't know. me. Because I, I was just thinking about the time where I forgot who chained Allison inside to the house, but the rest of us were in the backyard reading her diary. <laughs> <laughs> we chained her up? Well, one of us had her, like, you know. Oh, yeah. She was, she was like, catatonic, you oh. know, in the house. <laughs> Because she yes. was in so much trouble because of what we oh. found in her diary. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. Oh, my gosh. I want to say it was me. I had her, like, pinned in the house. And you and Stephanie were in the backyard reading her diary. And we were like, oh, my God. <laughs> and you guys were reading it out loud. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. And she's just like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> it's not real. It's not real. It's not real. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> God, reciting it over and over again. (laughs) Listeners are hearing this and going, oh, my God, these people are sadistic criminals. (laughs) Who are these people? I know. I know. We were we were wild. Wild. Well, we still are actually like a peck of wolves. You know what? It really it really explains why Allison has seceded from the family and changed her name. It's true. We were like a pack of wolves with purple eyeshadow. We God damn purple eyeshadow. I love that stuff. Cover girl. It was my favorite lavender purple eyeshadow. Oh, God, Stephanie. Everybody needs purple eyeshadow. Stephanie, I wanted to kill her. I literally, I mean, what has it been? 30 years? I want to kill her now for taking that eyeshadow. (laughs) Anyways, well, like I said, I will post this list on our Facebook page so you also can enjoy in the fun and maybe uh, jog your memory for you and your siblings. All right, well, let's do our ugly and awkward moment of the week. So this week we uh, went to, there's this part on the American River, like up in Auburn. It's really fun. We go there. It's it's kind of like a hike down because it's down in like a ravine. And there's yeah. these tall, like, mountains up in the side. It's nice. The kids can swim there. Victor likes to gold pan and, you know, just do different fun things there. And there's lots of other people along the river and different spots. And so yeah. we were hanging out there. One of the, It was super hot this week here in yes. Sacramento. And so yes. um, it's kind of up in the foothills, so it's a little cooler. Mm-hmm. And so we were there, and I was standing on, like, a sandy part by the water and um, just watching all the other people on the other side of the river and watching Victor and the kids and stuff like that. And just Were you fishing? No, I wasn't fishing, but Ah. I was just enjoying nature. You can hear music in the background because people are, you know, having their little parties and stuff like that. And so um, I'm just minding my own business. And all of a sudden I felt something on my (gasps) foot. (laughs) No. And so I look down and there is a lizard. <gasps> oh my god. That ran, ran across my toe. Oh my god, you weren't wearing closed-toed shoes? I was barefoot. Oh, Paula. And there a was snake. A, it was a lizard. It ran oh my across god. my toe and it ran up a rock. Oh my god. I s- what did you do? I screamed at the top okay. of my lungs, Jamie. <laughs> oh, God. But oh, God. because we were in like a canyon, like crevasse, <gasps> it was like, 
you know, like it was so, loud. <laughs> so funny. And then, Did like, the wolves howl. Victor said that, like, all partying oh and all everything, like, came to an immediate stop. Oh, God. <laughs> like, like, on the river. Some animal is coming. And he says that. <laughs> Often just like looked, and he says oh it gosh. echoed like so loud. Oh yeah, <laughs> and yeah. and I'm just like I'm like it was on a rock animal, and then it turned back and it looked at me. And, it was aggressive, and he says it was aggressive because you screamed at it. <laughs> yes, well, what are you supposed to go? Hello, how do you do, Mister Lizard? But no, it just re- it reminded <laughs> me of I I can't even oh imagine God. what it reminded. But I'm like I've Nothing. never screamed so loud in my life. Oh my God, Paula! So yeah, like all all of a sudden, all like, parties all ceased sh- on the river, and everyone's just like, "What was Do you that? Have your gun? What was that?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's super funny. It was, oh, so, it was so embarrassing. You would not have done it any differently. It scared me half to death, and I just told him, "I'm like, come on!" I'm like, "You guys are being ridiculous." I'm like, "It wasn't that loud," and Victor's like, "It was that I'm loud." Not surprised. not surprised in the least. So. Oh, I don't think I can top that one. Anyways. So the other night, because we're going to Hawaii, all those little things that you think you have and you don't have, you have to go to Target and get. Malia needed a bathing suit bottom for a top that she had. And Target has, you can get them now. They're like $7 because they're clearancing everything out. Oh, right. Yeah, summer's over. Yes. Well, for them, apparently it is, but not for anybody else. So we went in there and I found her something. So it's like 930 at night. And we're walking to towards the parking lot, and there's a lot going on. There's these three girls that are probably my daughter's age standing on the in front of Target, misbehaving, shouldn't be out this late at night by themselves. There's a guy who there's something going on with him. He's riding his bike. He looks like he's lived some life. And uh, this woman in this giant suburban is pulling out and she's got uh, play cards on, handicap play cards. So she's driving a little erratically. Somehow they collide. And so I'm looking and we're walking at the same time because Daryl is like me normally. He's just like, be light to the car. Let's just get the hell out of here. You know, because things are feeling we- the air feels weird here. We need to go. Yeah. And I get that. And I totally feel it. But I was so curious because so many things were going on at once. So I turned and I go, did that lady just hit him? And he's like, no, he ran into her. And they were like, are you all right, sir? He's like, well, I kind of shoved my shoulder. It kind of dislocated. And so he's trying to like now suddenly he's injured. And I was like, oh, my God. So I turned. And then these girls were like, do you need help, ma'am? You know, because so, so there's a lot going on. I feel like this is some kind of trap. Like, they were trying to get this woman to give money or something. Weird. So I'm totally, my head is totally turned. I'm watching all of this go on. I turn around, and I run into a metal pole. <laughs> run into it. Now, it wasn't my face, but it was my shoulder and chest. And I was like, and I was like, oh, my God, are you all right? And I'm like, were those girls asking if I needed help? Because... <laughs> I mean, I think I do. He's like, we need to get out of here. (laughs) I'm like, I'm just glad I didn't hit my head. But I hit it square on. I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, we must leave. I'm going to kill myself out here. And we're going to be in trouble with all these freaks. We need to go. I cannot believe I ran into a pole. I haven't done that in so long. 
But luckily, you know, what, actually, and of course, I'm immediately like, Daryl, why didn't you see me? Why didn't you pull yeah, me away from the car? Why didn't I mean, you, come on. You do your job. You're supposed to be handling me. I, I always blame Victor, too, when I do dumb things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's it's totally Daryl's fault it's his, always. It's his responsibility to make sure that I'm, you know, not hurting myself. Safe and not injury-free. Exactly. <laughs> I, know. I know. Well, I'm going to give it to you this week. Well, thank you. I it was so it. funny. It was I mean, so if I had epic. given... If I'd given myself a black eye or something, I would probably right. fight you on it. But right. no. Well, <laughs> this I was just me being clumsy. It. I appreciate it. That's good news. Attack by nature. Yeah, Paula versus Wild. So. Jeez, I don't know. I I I think I would have reacted fairly. Although, <sighs> see, the difference is, I would have thrown something at it. Well, it just it happened so fast. Like it, yes, as the, as soon as it was happened, it was over. But right. I think it was. I started screaming like. I think I probably started screaming because I saw it, but I didn't yes. see it like on me. If I had seen it oh my on god. me, oh my god! Well, I thought you were going to say that you kicked it or something, like you threw it, kicked it with your foot or something, and it went flinging. No. Trust me, if I had seen it on me, I probably would have passed out or something like that. <laughs> I don't even know what I would have done. But well, congratulations on your win this thank week. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I appreciate it. All right, well. It's time to say goodbye for a week. I know you're uh, you're jet setting, so yeah. enjoy your trip in Hawaii. Thank you. I will, and uh, enjoy your anniversary and uh, all your uh, your horseback riding. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring you some puka shells. Yeah, something. Well, I'm sure. Yes. Uh, I can't wait to see all the pictures. Hopefully, you'll be uh, Facebooking or uh, doing whatever while you're there, or maybe oh, not. I'm sure. Instagramming. I'm sure. So that'll Absolutely. be fun to see. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so we will be back on Sunday the 14th. Yes. And we will probably have the Hawaii trip to talk about. We'll be talking yeah. about back to school because it's going to be know. that time already. Can you believe it, guys? I know. <sighs> I'm excited. That means the kids will be going away. You will actually have some time to, you know, actually be alone and hear your own thoughts. Oh my god. I don't even watch adult programming perhaps. I don't even know what silence sounds like anymore. And so <laughs> that'll be good. Hey there, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so hopefully uh, you guys are getting ready for school and enjoying your time. If you're doing any shopping, be sure to do it on our Amazon link. Uh, check out our Ugly Mall page. Yes. Some uh, good links. If you're having a uh, junior high schooler or a high schooler, make sure you buy them some Avon makeup. Make them feel Do good it. about school. Mm-hmm. Other than that, we'll see you next time on the uh, August 14th, Sunday. Enjoy your time off. Catch up on some ugly cuts or uh, old episodes. And we'll see you soon, friends. Bye. Mahalo. Mahalo. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wrap, but make sure to watch your podcast feed for all the screw-ups and edits from this episode and what we call Ugly Cuts, and then we'll have a brand new full episode for you next week. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.